This podcast was recorded on Zoom, so thank you for your patience in our audio quality. Welcome to Mountain Mama Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a women nonprofit adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken. And I am Deborah Moore, and we are your hosts. And we're so excited today to have Emma. She's one of our dearest friends. Um, from the Mountain Mama adventures that we go on. And um, she is here to share us uh, share with us a couple adventures that she has had recently this summer. Is that right, Emma? Can't remember. Yep. Yeah, over yeah. the summer. <laughs> awesome. One was to Iceland and one is to Scotland. So we're going to have a couple episodes with her. And we're so excited. She's originally born in Payson, Utah, currently lives in Provo, Utah. She is what child you have a family of five siblings, six total. Where are you in that family? I'm the oldest. oldest? Right at the top. That's <laughs> right. I thought you were. I was like, you're either oldest <laughs> or second oldest. Yes. She's very knowledgeable and wise in her ways of life. And and she oh, currently works <laughs> at Microsoft. She's just about to graduate from BYU University um, in experiential design and management, which I think it needs some explanation. It does. Yeah. Yeah. P- people don't really typically know what that is. So it's, it's in the business school and it's kind of what it sounds like. It's designing experiences for businesses. A lot of people in my program go into things like event planning or wedding planning, but it really, it can be applied in a lot of different ways. I use it in technology because that's where my work expertise expertise is. But um, I have a bunch of, you know, friends who are in the major that some are going to hospitals to try and, you know, improve patient experience or others are going more into like um, hospitality, like hotel management or travel. Or um, I, ha- I heard one girl was like, I want to do a travel thing where I'll go and I'll take pictures for them. And like, that's part of the, you know, just like designing experiences wherever you are. Oh, so. okay. So when you say like, because of the technology and what are your plans um, for using it when you say with experience and technology? Yeah. So I, my emphasis, I guess, when I was in the major, it was on customer experience and employee experience, especially employee experience. And so in my current job, I'm the assistant to my boss. And so we work together to like basically make sure that people on the team are happy. They're not burning out. Like they feel, you know, like they're cared about and seen and they enjoy being on our team and working for us. And so I just apply what I learned in my major that way to make sure that, you know, people like their job and they want to stay and they have a good time at work, you know, so that's, it's a lot of fun. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. And very needed, very, very needed, especially <laughs> right now where burnout is, you know, at an all time high, but regardless, always needed. That's really cool. Right. Yeah. And with everyone working from home to ever since COVID, it's a, it's a different work environment. It's fun to, and challenging to figure out how to help people feel connected when they're not together in person. So it's great. I I love the major. Tell me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. And then you said the fun fact about you was that you have blue hair. I do. Yep. I have blue hair. (laughs) (laughs) And what was the, like, uh, why did you decide to get blue hair? I just 
I think I'm trying to remember when I got it. It was right before the pandemic hit. I'm like in the grind of school. I'm in my junior year, which is always like the hardest year of college. And I was just like, I need a change. You know, (laughs) I want to do something fun. And I was, I always like joked if I ever dyed my hair, I'd probably dye it a crazy color, like blue or something. And so I was like, why don't I just do that? And I did, and I loved it. And so I've had blue hair ever since. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I know. And you currently have, it's just your tips, right? If I'm remembering. I have my bottom layer blue. Oh, okay. All the way bottom. Cool. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yep. <laughs> I dyed my hair once. I was trying to go blue and we didn't get it all the way done. So it ended up, we didn't bleach all the color out. So when we put the blue in, I went green. So, um, which oh, is actually fun. ended up being okay because it was over the Christmas holiday. So it was very festive. <laughs> that's, in that's, the spirit. Love it. That's funny. When I did mine, I tried to go blue as a teenager and didn't understand the stripping the color out. So mine was just like a sad, slightly darker hair than my already brown hair. And you could not really tell it was supposed to be blue. The only person who was able to tell was my dad. Like nobody else could even tell it bothered. And he was just like, hmm, I can't believe you dyed your hair. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This barely, this doesn't count as rebellion. Like nobody even notices. This is like the slightest blue ever it's like blue adjacent it was so funny to me Blue adjacent oh that's funny yeah I got it professionally done because I do not have the skill to do it myself so (laughs) clearly neither do I so (laughs) way to go you're braver than I am (laughs) all right well we're so excited to hear your stories today um so you let's start with Scotland and England what about did you this was this summer is that right when you headed over there yep yeah it was this past summer in June and I, I went there for a study abroad. It was, you know, my last class that I needed to take for the major. And I was like, I might as well do it, go out with a bang, you know? So I went on the study abroad to Scotland and England. It was, I, I, it was just one big party for like two and a half weeks. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so fun. Um, in England, we went, of course, we went to some musicals because you have to do that while you're there. We went and saw Hamilton live, which like took my breath away. It was really funny to try and hear, like to hear British people try to speak in an American accent. They did pretty good. (laughs) They did pretty good for the most part. Um, So, and of course, like just spending it with friends from my program. It was, it was a blast. We were so tired all the time. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. London too. I'm thinking that's Mm -hmm. when you spent, you saw Hamilton and everything. Yes. Yeah. That was in London. Oh, nice. What else did you do in England before you made it up to Scotland? Um, we did, oh, there were so many things that we did. Uh, I think one of the highlights was we did, it's basically, oh, I don't know exactly what they call it, but it's like you, it's theater, but you are part of the story. You don't just like sit in a chair and the actors on the stage are like doing their thing. It's like an actual interactive experience that you actually go through the story with the actors. And they, it's the, the place that we went to, the venue, I guess, for this was all decked out. Like there were different rooms and everything. Like it's a whole professional, like they had professional actors. It's a huge 
big deal over there. Wow. And so we went to um, one War of the Worlds, which was really fun and also terrifying, if you know what War of the Worlds is. Yeah. And so basically, yeah, we get there and the actors are like, okay, you guys, this like alien ship just came down. We don't know what to do, but we're going to try and get to, you know, like the safe haven. And the experience was we were going through this War of the Worlds experience with the actors trying to get to, you know, this safe space. And it was so cool. It was so, so cool. Are you moving from like physical room to physical room or? Physical room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like, cool. you know, when you get to a scene where it takes place in a kitchen, you are in the kitchen. And then when, you know, the alien comes and attacks and you have to escape and there's another actor that's like, there's a trap door this way, let's go. And so we go through this trap door and then we come into like this tunnel that is seemingly underground. You know, it was just like, you are in the story. And it was, it was freaky. It was scary. And it was also so much fun. What, so much. what do you call it? Or if someone wanted to do that, what was, what do you remember what it's called or where it, it was? was? Oh, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was called. It's like interactive theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard they've done multiple different kinds of things with that. Like in past years, especially when stranger things first came out, they did a Stranger Things one. I heard one year they did Lord of the Rings. Like oh. they do it for a bunch of different things. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> that was in and that was in London. You said, yeah, that was in London. Oh, cool. And and for your study abroad, um, because obviously you have different places you can choose. What sort of drew you to England and Scotland in the first place before you even before you even okay. went? Yeah. Well, I I had visited. Uh, London before on a previous like family trip several years ago and I loved it I loved it so much like and I saw you know on their website that they were having this study abroad and I saw that London was one of the destinations I was like oh my goodness I would love to go back and so I applied I jumped at the chance and I was so excited that I got to go back Ah. so fun (laughs) brilliant (laughs) I want to hear your stories about Scotland you had said your misadventures kind of happened up north in scotland um and mostly uh, before we get into your uh, misadventure story um you had mentioned you 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 have to talk about the cows in scotland yeah, oh yeah <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta go if you ever go to scotland you gotta go see the highland cows it's like i don't know maybe it's a little stereotypical like yep the hairy cows of scotland but they're so cute guys so cute <laughs> they are like, it was awesome. We drove up to this farm and um, the lady who ran the place, her name was Queenie. She was so cute. And she like knew the names of every single cow. I don't know how I was like, they all look the same, but she's like, nope, this one is so-and-so and this one is so-and-so. Anyway, she was really cute. And yeah, we just went up there and they were so chill. Like they were kind of like, yeah, there's a bunch of humans like standing here watching us eat this grass, whatever. It's fine. Like they were just chilling out and they're like, they are hairy. I got cow hair all over me, but they were also super soft and the <laughs> horns were a little bit scary. Cause like they're huge, you know, they're massive cow horns, but they were just chill. And they, it's that beautiful orange hair too, isn't mm-hmm. it? That's a, yeah. 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 Yeah, it, they were beautiful and orange and they, they were oh, there were little baby cows too. They were so cute, like little calves everywhere. And those were like 
just little fuzzballs that were adorable. And all they wanted to do was eat your clothes. (laughs) (laughs) They'd come up to you and like gnaw on your pant leg as if it was like something tasty. Anyways, they were cute. (laughs) Awesome. That's like a must. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend (laughs) it. You had mentioned then you headed up to Edinburgh, which is the capital of Scotland. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I want to hear what you're, I've, I've been to Scotland before. And I think Edinburgh was one of the highlights too. Like for me, like um, we were able to do the Highland games, just like in a random village, which was kind of crazy and fun. And, but really Edinburgh is like, a, you must, must hit Edinburgh. Um, so tell us what you loved yeah. about Edinburgh on your trip. Oh, it's, I mean, it's a breathtaking city. Like there, I mean, there's so much history there. One cool thing that I didn't know about when, uh, before I went, but I learned while we were there is that basically Edinburgh is built on layers of itself. So there are like streets underneath the streets from, you know, who knows how many decades ago and centuries ago, because people just build on top of the city like they didn't really have anywhere else to build. So they were just like, well, let's just go up. And so they would build on top of the streets. And so Edinburgh is literally layers of history. It's really cool. And one of the things that we did was, um, which it kind of sounds a little weird, but it was a highlight, was a ghost tour. Um, and basically we had the, we had this tour guide he, we met him just um, at one of their monuments there that they have in the city up on the surface. He tells us some of the history and then we, we go down, we go down into like the layer that's right, the street layer that's right underneath the main street. And it's, I mean, there's a whole city under there. It's so yeah. cool. Like, how, how did you get into that layer? Is there like a stairway or like? It yeah, fascinates me. Yeah, it it was crazy. So, I mean, I'm trying to see how I can describe this. In the in the city there, they have bridges and so we went underneath one of these bridges. <laughs> and there was just like this hole in the wall that we walked into and it led up to what used to be apparently an apartment uh complex that used to be there like back in the fifties or something. Uh-huh. And the, our tour guide told us a story of how, you know, students used to live there. And then one day they were, I don't know, doing something dumb like college students usually do and put a hole through the wall. And then they found this street like, through the wall. and they're like, what the heck is going on here? And so, yeah, th- these college students just found this street that they had basically been living right next to. And so over time, the, you know, the tour guide said that the company he works for bought it and they do ghost ghost tours down there. And so we took, we went through the wall in the apartment and just went down and there we were on an old street. And it was like, so cool. Kind of, it's hard to describe. (laughs) Was it like a street that like, um, so you came from the city in the under a bridge, went through the hole, and then you came into an apartment complex? Yeah. So the, the building that was right next to the bridge, um, we went into that. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of hard to explain. It it was, it was interesting. (laughs) 
so we went under this bridge and then there was like a building that was right next to the end of the bridge. And we went into that building and that was where the apartment complex had been. And uh, then we went through the wall in the apartment and we were standing there on this cobblestone street that had just been built over by the rest of the city. And so that's where we had our little ghost tour. And they, of course, like they want to make it an experience. So they're the lights down there are green. And so it's like, you're walking through these green tunnels and it's dark and it is wet because, you know, Great Britain is wet. It rains all the time. And so it was like dripping water down there in some of the, in some of the rooms. And there were rooms right off the street, off this cobblestone street. And he would take us into these different rooms and each room like had a different story. And the reason why I like this ghost tour, cause I don't like haunted houses guys do not, mm-hmm. do not enjoy being scared. That is not my idea of a good time. <laughs> so but the reason that I liked this ghost tour, it, it was scary, you know, and um, he told spooky stories. And of course there's a story about how the tunnels are haunted and mm-hmm. blah, 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 like, you know, the classic stuff, but he also told us actual true history of the city while we were down there, which made it super cool and also made it kind of more scary in some situations, <laughs> you know, where it's like, there were these horrible things that happened in history and it was like, yep. And it happened right here. And we're like, oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> that's a little freaky, but it was cool. Cause not only did we get to like learn about this history of, you know, this really cool city, but we were like right there and we were in, you know, this tunnel or this street and he was telling us these stories. And it's like, yeah, this is where it happened. It's, it was really cool. It was really cool. Um, the misadventure part comes <laughs> where the tour was almost over. He was telling a story of how one of his coworkers previously like, apparently saw some kind of phantom or whatever. And at this part of the tour, he turns his flashlight off. And in those little rooms that are right off the side of these cobblestone streets, if the lights are off, you you cannot see anything. It is pitch black. Like there is no light coming through down there at all, Um, which is why it's so cold and wet. And the, you can kind of faintly see the green lights out in the street. But like for the most part, if when you're in these rooms, it is dark. You cannot see a dang thing. And so he's telling this spooky, scary story in his really cool, awesome Scottish accent. And I turn around and I just happen to barely see by the light of, you know, the tunnel outside of this room that one of the girls in my group is just like frozen. Oh, poor thing. She was just like terrified out of her mind. Like <laughs> it was dark, but I think I'm pretty sure I saw the whites of her eyes. She was just like terrified. And so I, I was like, Hey, tour guide, I forgot his name, tour guide. Um, we, we got to leave, we got to head out. And so I took this girl with me and we went out onto the street and she, like, she was, she was in the middle of a panic attack. And so like calmed her down, you know, and just like, kind of just held her and hugged her be like, it's okay. We're out on the street now. Like she was getting a little, I think she just got claustrophobic because again, we're underneath the city and it's kind of hard to forget that you have an entire city above your head. So it makes sense. <laughs> and so I calmed her down and I was like, Hey, we're out in the fresh air. There's the moon. Of course it was dark outside by that time. I was like, there's the moon. We're outside. It's fine. And there was these really nice Scottish girls that walked by while she, I was hugging her and she was crying. They're like, is she okay? I'm like, no, we're fine. We're good. <laughs> we're good. 
And so, yeah. And she and I walked back to the hotel and by the time we got there, you know, she was good, but yeah. Cause I imagine that'd be pretty creepy. I mean, like, did she say what had caused it? Did she, was it just her claustrophobia or had she seen something? I feel like in a situation no. like that'd be so easy to be like, I think I, you know, and then that would have freaked me out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, if she saw something, she didn't tell me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I know she told me that she had anxiety and that was part of it is, is mm-hmm. she was feeling a little panicky and like, couldn't breathe. It was, I mean, it was stuffy down there. Cause you know, not a lot of airflow. So yeah. I mean, I, I got outside. She was fine. <laughs> yeah. I've seen people, you know, experience things like that in regular caves. And this is basically just that, like you said, it's like right. a man-made cave. So it makes sense that for some people, especially anxiety or, um, or claustrophobia could definitely kick in. Right. So, yeah. so good. You were there to help her out. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Me too. Me too. So yeah. it, was, it was good. It was a good experience. <laughs> it was a scary experience, but it was good. <laughs> would you do a ghost tour again? Uh, yeah, I think I would. If That's such it a was, cool idea and such a I cool know. place. I yeah, love that. And it's just like you have all this cool history right underneath your feet. You might as well share it in a fun way. And they've totally taken the market on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Emma, for sharing your story with us today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to hear more fun, inspiring stories from women like Emma, click on the subscribe button and get them directly to to your device every week. And also become a patron um, to um, Mountain Mamas Misadventures by donating $5 a month and have access to all our bonus podcast material, um, Mountain Mama Misadventure Hacks. Um, These are pro tips from our guests. So um, Emma is going to share in the Mountain Mama hack version of this episode, um, her trips and tricks for traveling in Scotland and secrets that she learned. So um, yes, feel free to subscribe to that and you get all the hacks. That's it for today's adventure. Join us next time. And as always, remember, a woman's place is in the mountains.